pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Bureau of Seabright, in, in compliance with the Open Public Meeting Act, has provided the adequate notice of the time, date, and location of this meeting to the Asbury Park Press. Filed notice on the borough, excuse me, borough, uh, with the borough clerk, sorry, uh, and posted notice on the uh, borough office and the Bolton board. And yeah, yeah, I'm right there, I know. I'm just not seeing very good things on the Baroque website. Welcome, everybody. Sorry about that. Do we have a roll call, please? Sure. Councilman Bieber? Here. Ms. Bills? Here. Mr. Cashmore? Here. Chairman Cunningham? Here. Ms. DiGiulio? Here. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes, here. Mayor Charlie? Mr. Lawrence? Here. Mr. Lenstein? Here. Mr. Schwartz? Ms. Absent? Mr. Salina? Yes. The present, I should say. <laughs> Thank you. On to the resolution for Woody's Ocean Avenue properties. I'll move the resolution, Mr. Chairman. Second. Okay. Roll call, please. Councilman Bieber? Yes. Ms. Bills? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Here. Yes. Vice Chairman DeSale? Yes. Mr. Lexstein? Yes. And Mr. Zelina? Yes. Okay, on to the administrative approval for uh, the break discussion. Well, this is an application uh, represented by council uh, for administrative approval. I just would uh, remind Councilman Beaver, this one, the underlying was a use variance. So on this one, the other one you'll be fine on this one, you need to step down on. Okay. And Mr. Chairman, I'm going to step away from this because I recently joined the engineering firm that represented this. Understood. So let the record reflect Councilman Beaver and Board Member Zelina have stepped down. We have seven, seven available to participate in the end vote. Thank you. Hi, good evening, Mr. Chairman and uh, fellow board members. My name is Matt Dolan. I'm an attorney from the law firm of Meyer and Landis, um, from Newark, New Jersey. Although I live down this way, um, I represent uh, the applicant on this application. This is an application for a minor amendment and administrative approval to a site plan that was previously approved by this board back in February of 2021. Um, we've submitted to the board revised a revised site plan that, that shows the the proposed amendments as well as um, certain exhibits that more. Um, I guess go into further detail with respect to those amendments for the benefit of the board. Um, as it relates to the proposed application itself and, and what the applicant is seeking here, um, the nature of the revisions are minor. Uh, the, the nature of the revisions consists of, number one, a removal of streetlights on River Avenue. And just to back up, 
Um, as you're all aware, this is the, uh, the project that's directly across the street. Um, I'm sure some of you were involved on the initial application. Um, it's a condominium complex that's, that's across the street on uh, Ocean Avenue. Um, so as it relates to the proposed revisions, the proposed revisions include a, a removal of streetlights, the requirement to install streetlights, and instead the applicant is proposing to put wall sconces on the building on River Avenue. And um, the reasoning for that, the reason for the proposal put on the wall sconces is due to the limited access and the, the width of the sidewalk on River Avenue. It doesn't really make sense to put, to put big streetlights there, and, and wall sconces are going to um, serve the same purpose. Um, additionally, the applicant is proposing to remove um, street or sidewalk planters that were originally proposed under the initial site plan as approved um, for a similar reason. It impedes ADA access and, and um, ultimately during the course of the construction it, it came to be that doesn't really seem to make sense. Um, the third request by the applicant is to remove the requirement for underground utilities um, coming into the, the building itself. And the reason being for that is that, number one, um, there's overhead utilities all, all up and down River Avenue, including the adjacent property and the property across the street. JCP&L has advised that it would be um, easier for, for JCP&L to run the line across the street than to you know, take the time to dig up the street, shut down the road, simply to pull it from the pole and, and run it just that short distance across the street. Um, additionally, it doesn't seem as if it, it makes sense or, or may be possible to install underground utilities there due to the, the height of the water table and the, and the delays that are going to be associated with uh, figuring that out with JCP&L. Um, so in that regard, I have, a, um, I have a representative from the applicant here with me tonight, a senior project manager, um, Mr. Kevin Higgins, who's to my right. Um, and if the board has questions or, or would like Mr. Higgins to further testify to the proposed changes, um, Mr. Higgins is, is well aware of everything going on with the project um, and has been intimately involved with the construction process, and I'm sure he could answer any questions that the board may have. I believe Mr. Hoder uh, sent a report on this. Everybody should have gotten it. I believe, yeah, we know that. Okay. If anybody didn't, you can ask Mr. Higgins. <laughs> Why don't we swear Mr. Higgins in just the briefly yeah. in case we have any questions? Uh, please raise your right hand. Do you swear the testimony you already give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? I do. And please state your name, spell your last for the record. Kevin Higgins, H I G G I N S. And you're the project manager uh, on this project? Correct. I have no questions. I did visit the site. I don't know if anyone else did. I, I have one question. Okay. Oh, please go ahead. The lights that you, the wall sconces that you proposed putting on the side of the building, have they been submitted to the engineer for review as to the amount of light they'll put off, how far it'll project, things of that type? Do you have an approved light fixture? Kevin, they have. I don't mean to cut you off, but um, have the lights been approved or sent over to the to the borough engineer, the, the yeah. drawings? Yeah. All I have is the cut sheet sent over to him as part of the exhibit packet. Mr. Cashmore, in the uh, in the exhibit packet that we sent, there's a um, there's a, a uh, document with the lights themselves that they're proposing, and that has been sent to Mr. Hoder, and he reviewed that in connection with his uh, review letter. Okay, uh, I'm not seeing where he's saying that, so. I'd just like that noted that um, 
that that lighting is to be approved by the borough engineer. And I'd like to add to that that it's set up on a photo cell. Excuse me? It would be set up with a photo cell, so it goes on when it's dark, it goes off when it's light. Okay, there's not a design issue. If I could just piggyback on the piggyback. Um, when I look at this design, and, and I'm, I'm all in favor of Walsh Cups. I think it's the right move, I think it's a great idea. My concern a little bit is um, light going up. The idea is to light the sidewalk for people walking up and down the sidewalk. And I think we need to be sensitive to the amount of light that filters up. And this light looks like, it's hard to tell for sure, but looks like you would be lighting um, up as well. And I wonder if you'd be willing to look at another design or maybe a slightly slight variation on this design which prevents the light from um, elevating into, into the, well, people live across the street from there, and the, uh, up above the restaurants. Um, I think it would be valuable to keep the light low. I would agree. Yeah, we, we'd be open to any suggestion or any type of light. It's really just the street light that we're trying to get away from for ADA purposes. Yeah. No, again, I agree. I think, yeah. I, I think the sconce is the right idea. It's just what it looks like and where it yeah. lights is what's important. The original design, there's just no room for it on the yeah. sidewalks. Correct. They would have to put it in the middle of the side, not the middle, but on the side of the sidewalk. No, no, I, I think we'll Yeah, Dave's not here tonight. Yeah, and I don't, you know, you don't want it going up. I don't want it bothering buildings on the side or being like a beacon there. We've had this happen before. So that's why there's as much attention uh, being paid to the light. So Dave knows what the ordinance, Dave voted, he's not here. Uh, so Frank, I'm not sure if he's going to know about keeping it from going up. I don't know if right. you can reach out to them or not, but yeah, a, a, light, a light fixture approved by Dave, I would think, would satisfy everyone. We would have no issue with that. Okay. And that it, the light going up may not be in our code. Um, so you can mention it to them. You know, Frank, yeah. you can mention it to them. Yeah, I don't think that has any issue with whatever type of light the board wants to see inside of the and we can leave that to the well we don't we don't decide the light yeah we just you know tell you what we don't want it to do right <laughs> and you know what it has to do so just yeah. find something that fits all of those sorry for the interruption okay i have one other question that um it relates to the trees um i totally get it that putting trees in that really narrow little sidewalk would be they're probably not going to survive particularly long. Um, but I also noticed that there is really no other um, green amenities on, yes. on the site. Um, and you know, the downtown, we all struggle with getting enough of that. We spent a significant amount of money on streetscape that brought in a lot of planting. Would you be okay with taking the money allocated for that and spending it somewhere else in downtown to provide some? Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna suggest a tree necessarily because trees don't survive well in this environment, but some other uh, landscape. Oh, I've noticed that around the town that you guys have these metal planters yep. around, and I, I 
speaking for Kenny and without him being here, I don't think that would be an issue for us to supply a couple of those in, in lieu of the street yeah. trees. Yeah, right. I think that would look nice because it's that whole street has the metal planters. Yeah. yeah. And we can provide them information on what those are. Actually, somebody owes us one because one was destroyed in the yeah. early phases of your construction. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> and that, that should have been paid for. So that I, think, I, think we'll we, we, I think we did get it. Okay. And, and Elizabeth, I was thinking about you when I read that. <laughs> you know, because I know. I'm glad to see you're here and, and Frank addressed it as well. <laughs> and I noticed that on David's letter that he wrote that he has been in uh, constant contact with them. And so he, I'm sure that he has no problems with the lights. And he wrote, I have no objections. Oh, he did, yeah. Has been providing uh, construction inspection since the start of construction, so I think that's fine. But What's it like to have him approve the, the right. fixture? Just the design. Yeah. Right. Any other questions from the board? Is there anyone in the public that has a question about the testimony or a statement? Not the public portion is now closed. Mr. Chairman, I'll make a motion to approve the administrative changes. Second. They all second it. Full quotes. Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. Mr. Julio? Yes. Vice Chairman DeSeo? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lechstein? Yes. <coughs> And I'll, I'll give uh, Mr. Hoder an uh, email tomorrow morning uh, detailing the specifics of what we talked about here tonight so that he knows, you know, what's subject to his review and what the conversations were, and that so he can move, continue to move this along uh, quickly you know, in advance of the next meeting in that formal resolution. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks for coming in. One, one other question. We did talk about if the application was approved tonight, possibly having a resolution issue tonight, but I, I guess that's, yeah, that's not possible. With, with these changes, but that's why I'll give it to him in email so that uh, you know, moving forward on these things wouldn't have to wait for the formal resolution at next month's meeting. Okay. I think the, nat I think the nature of these they can handle in-house knowing that it was approved and what these specific discussions were. Okay, that was our concern because um, you had a concern about the borough issuing um, a cutting card for, for purposes of the utilities. We have, we need that to be issued so JCPNL can run the utilities so that we can um, turn on the electric and, and get the sprinklers going and, and ensure that there's no issues with the pipes from freezing and whatnot. So um, hopefully we'll be able to have the borough move forward with that um, in the interim prior to the actual resolution. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On to the David Meyer, twenty four Surf Street has has been asked to carry because of the professionals could not make this evening's meeting. Any discussion on this? What, what date are we looking at? Which 
January 23rd. January 23rd. Is that without notice, I assume? To, to carry without notice. I'll make a motion to carry the application to the January 23rd meeting without further notice. Second. I'll second. Yes. 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 Uh, to uh, <coughs> carry from August 22nd, Lindsay DeCero. Welcome back. Nice to see everybody. Good evening, Mr. Chair, members of the board. Rick Ferrazzi on behalf of the applicant, Lindsay DeCero. As, as the chair indicated, we're here on a continued continue hearing for uh, Lindsay's home located at 27 Center Street. Uh, the application before you this evening seeks uh, variance, uh, both variance relief uh, to permit uh, certain um, uh, expansion and renovations to the existing uh, to the existing home. Uh, Lindsay had pur purchased the property in December of 2020. Resides there with her daughter. Um, the structure is in need of upgrading, renovation, over 100 years old. Um, and uh, it's an existing mother-daughter, if you will, and that's what's proposed to remain. Um, there are a couple of uh, variances associated with the application, primarily existing conditions. There is a height variance associated with the application. Um, I have with me this evening the project architect, Tony Condoris, who can walk the board through the plans uh, that had had some slight revisions, right, since, yeah. since, since they were does, here does, last. Excuse, does the, the height uh, variance also include three-story construction? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. Um, and, uh, and I have also with me Andy, Andrew Janu, uh, professional planner, to speak to the variances. Okay. Yeah. So um, unless the board has any questions. I, I just want, yeah. for the sake of the record, uh, yeah. You're abandoning the request for a two-family home. And, and I had asked at the last meeting, uh, if, the, if the board approves the application, will you put in the deed restriction, making clear that is, this is not a two-family home, so that we can clear that up. Because I know there's a lot of questions about it walking in here. I don't want people who, when we're all dead or we're retired, that there just becomes a question again. <laughs> and we, we're sitting here trying to research it. So I think a deed restriction would just make it very clear that we all understand this is not a two-family home. And if you ever want to come back to make it a two-family home, you always can ask for relief from that condition. Right, right. I mean, look, I, it, deed restriction seems a bit aggressive just because it becomes a title issue. I mean, now we'll have it. It doesn't make it, it, doesn't make it a title resolution. issue. It doesn't make it a title issue. It, 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 it just says is that, we, that they recognize this is not a two-family home. She's not going to have any, the only problem she's ever going to have trying to sell it is if she tries to sell it as a two-family home. Understood. That's understood. Yeah. That's so, understood. So and, I, and I, I would feel most comfortable uh, with that. I always think it's best. She seems to have dealt with that problem already. Exactly. For, yeah. for notice purposes to a future buyer. Right. Because, quite frankly, 
most uh, people at a closing don't come and check the resolutions, right. Right. Uh, and then they get surprised later. Uh, you know, if it pops up on the title report, everybody knows there's no question about it. It's just there was a question walking into this hearing. No, I understand. Which, which caused this application to stall for months, over three months. Right. While you were trying to find out, that's my understanding, whether or not there was any history of it being a two family. So if we're conceding it's not a two family, just record it and be done with it. Yeah. I mean, do we have to then, you know, I don't want to go down the slippery slope. Is there confusion as to what it, 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 it can be properly be used, right, as a mother-daughter? Do we have to define whether what a mother-daughter is? It's a mother-daughter. It's not a, you can recognize it. If you want to record the resolution, we can record the resolution. Maybe we record the resolution as part of it. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference to me. Something like that. Yeah, that was my only. Concern. Okay, did, so to yeah. me it's the same thing. Do you, okay. do you, so you agree to record the resolution? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That makes me happy. Always looking at me. Thank you. Um, all right. If we can have Mr. Condor step forward, he was. I wasn't here, but he was probably sworn last time. Should we have him be sworn? Uh, let's give yeah, him a run around again. Yeah. Please read. I don't think he was sworn in at the first one. Okay. Unless my notes are off. Gotcha. Do you swear the testimony you are to give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes, I do. And please state your name, spell your last for the record. Uh, Anthony Condoris, C-O-N-D-O-U-R-I-S. Okay. And he has testified before this board many times before. Yes. Yes. Without any objection from board members. Welcome back. Thank you. All right, Tony, if you would, referring to um, the plans, and for the record, you just put the date uh, of the plan on the record, so we're all... Uh, October 7, 23. October 7, 23. Okay. All right, if you could walk the board through referring... Now, should we mark that? Then? Yeah, why don't we mark that, because that was not uh, in evidence at the first hearing. These are the revised plans, right? Yes. Yes. A1? A1, yes. Okay. All right, Tony, if you would, just referring to A1, just walk the board through the property uh, as it exists today and then what's proposed as part of the application. Sure. Okay, so if you look on the cover sheet, uh, you'll see in the lower left corner there's a the site plan. And uh, we are asking for a couple of variances, which I'll go through. Um, first variance you'll see on the chart here is the front setback variance. Um, the, the house is already at 3.9 feet and uh, it's not getting any it's not changing that's the that's the existing front setback we're simply just extending the uh, house slightly up in the front yard i believe we have the documentation of the, of the uh, average front setback that was provided by um, stockton and associates uh who is now a different name but uh, yeah. they yeah. they determined it to be uh the prevailing front setback is 6.5 feet um we're at 3.8 3.8. Uh, but again, that's not changing. We're just building on top of the existing footprint of the house. In fact, um, for the most part, we, we are not exceeding the footprint of the house other than um, extending the uh, existing stairway, which currently is on the east side of the house. Uh, it already extends about three quarters of the way to the back of the house. We're just adding another set of stairs that goes down the back. Um, those stairs do encroach into the setback about a foot, uh, but they're existing, other than the part that we're extending out toward the back. And what's the purpose for the extension of the rear stairs there? Uh, to be able to walk to the backyard from the, from the main floor, okay. floor of the house. Okay. 
Um, so what we're doing is we're adding, um, well, when the applicant initially came to me, we were just going to do a third floor addition. Um, but after looking at the house uh, and the condition of the actual second floor, um, there's various things about it that make it very difficult to, to renovate. There's different floor levels. Uh, toward the front of the house, there must have been a porch at one time, and they just enclosed it, so there's a, there's a step down, and it sort of slopes. And then there's other parts of the second floor that step up. They probably did it for plumbing. So uh, it's a bit of a nightmare to try to, to try to renovate it. So what we're proposing to do is add another layer of floor framing, um, some open web trusses that can span the entire width of the building, uh, and then construct a renovated second floor on top of that. Um, again, not, not changing the footprint of the house, but um, that is one of the things that's contributing to the, the need for a height variance. We're asking for a, an extra foot of, of height. Um, and if you go to page two here. So currently, there are two ways to get into the uh, both apartments. Um, that will remain. And the first floor actually is to remain intact. Uh, the second floor is where, you're, where we're seeing changes because, again, it wasn't practical to kind of renovate the current second floor, so it's, it's actually a new second floor. Um, and that's what contains the main living area. So the mother-daughter apartment, we'll call it, is on the first floor. The owner's apartment is on the second floor. And that has access to the half-story that we've created. Um, and I'm going to call it a half-story for a second. Uh, but we have the, uh, third, the third floor finished attic, which is part of the second floor apartment. And uh, the reason it's, now it, it does meet the criteria of a half story based on square footage, but it does not meet the criteria of a half story from a, de from a definition standpoint because the sidewalls of these dormers are above two feet. And the ordinance it says that a half story, that at least two opposite walls have to have a maximum of a two foot uh, height. Um, this does not hold, this does not comply with that, so that's why it's actually a third story. And um, the, what does the ordinance say about square footage in terms of what, one third of the, uh, the floor below, which we do comply with? Okay. And you can see here, if you look at the side elevation, uh, the bulk of that attic addition is actually toward the back of the house. So the front of the house is actually complies with that. And if you look at photos of the property, which I think Andrew will have you'll see that the front of the house looks pretty similar to the way it looks now. It's just a, it's not going to look too much different other than it's going to have a railing on the top for the balcony. And then the details on that side setback? Yes, so on the east side, um, the, the setback is 5.9 feet so the, to the building. So the building itself more than complies with the side setbacks which is, is a three-foot requirement. It's a three-foot requirement. We have 5.9. Okay. Now, there's stairs there today that exist. They are slightly encroaching into the setback, but the building itself is almost six feet away from the property. Okay. On the west side, uh, it's an existing condition, and we're 1.4 feet away from the property line. That's, that's not going to change, although we are extending it vertically. Okay, so it's the front setback, we've got the side setback, we're not getting any closer right. uh, on either side. 
Correct. The height we do exceed by what is it? We're at thirty-nine point two proposed, where thirty-eight is permitted. Correct. In terms of height of the building, you said that is being driven to a large extent by trying to correct that yes. floor condition. Correct. Okay. Um, and I believe at the last meeting, the issue about parking came into a, into question. Um, if you look on the cover sheet, I have a diagram of the ground enclosure. Uh, and this is a very rare thing in Seabright, but you actually can fit four cars in that uh, lower level. Yeah, that was something that came that Dave Hoder had asked a question about, and that's why we looked at it. Right. Okay. Uh, the building is 40, on the outside, it's 46 feet long, so that's more than 46 feet deep, I should say. So that's more than enough to fit hand in cars. Questions for Tony? I just have a question on the rear yard setback. Yep. On your zoning data sheet on the plan shows that you're maintaining your requirements 15, as we know, you're maintaining 20.7. But that's not correct with the deck. The deck uh, is. That's, you're right. The, now the deck is existing. Yes, that is a. That's true. So you'll need a variance for rear yard setback too. Yes, it's a it's an existing condition that uh, we're maintaining. It's about eleven feet. So we need to add that to the record. Yes. Is that what? Uh, it's uh, it scales to eleven feet. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I, I added it to the building and didn't have it to the deck. The deck actually is eleven feet from the apartment. Where fifteen is required. Yes. Nothing being proposed with respect to that deck. Uh, well, actually, it's with. It is going to have a roof put on it. Okay. So, and that will be extended vertically. Gotcha. Uh, one thing to note is uh, the house currently has solar panels on it, and uh, she has to literally take them off and reinstall them. Looking for opportunities to maintain that. Yeah, reinstall. Right. Any other questions for Mr. Condorum? Anyone else? Board members? So, so the stairs echo outside, some go to the front and go to the back. Right. That's only coming from the second that's correct. It's only coming from the really the first floor. The from one door or two different doors? Two different doors. Uh, this door uh, gives you access to the next floor up because there's a stairway. So it's kind of like for the second floor or the second apartment or whatever. That's their way to get outside. That's and correct. And the other way is really to get to outside the other way. Right. Yeah. They both both. Uh, both, I don't want to call them apartments. <laughs> I know. Both yeah, yeah, let, let's be clear that this is a sing, a single yeah, single family home. Yeah, both doors have access to this well, to this deck. That's kind of my question. But one has an internal stairway. Okay, so how do I get to the second to the the mother or the daughter part? I don't know which one you want. Mm -hmm. The second floor. So you you, you walk up to this walkway uh, on the exterior. And there's a door on the side of the house. 
and you go once you get in, there's an internal set of stairs. But you can also get into the first. There's a door also leading into the first floor as well. From from the out, outside entrance. Yeah. And how about from the garage? There's nothing. Nothing from the garage. Yeah. Outside, get in the garage. Yes. You have yes. Or is it a court? No, it's enclosed. Okay. So if I'm on the second, if I'm on the first floor, can I just walk through a door to get to the second floor? Yes, you can. Right over here. I remember there was a there was a door existing. Yes. It's uh, right it's actually in this bedroom right there. So they're they're connected. And they're still going to be. Excuse me? They're still going to be. They're still going to be, yes. So. Are the dotted lines what you intend to build? Remove. Which, yeah, that's a little confusing. I mean, you talk about on this first floor plan. That's actually, I don't know why that's on there. Um, that's actually this, the old second floor kind of superimposed on top of this. Um, that really shouldn't be there. Okay. Is that. Kind of yeah, I know. And I, I looked at it today, and I, somebody must have turned that turned that layer on on the computer. Appeared, so I, I apologize for that. So, from the existing foyer, if you come up those outside stairs and you walk into the existing foyer, you walk into the bedroom to access that first floor. You would, yes. The first floor, you walk into the existing family room kitchen. Well, there's, there's two, two, there's oh, two, there's there's two, two ways. There's yeah, two it's ways. not the only way in. So the, the main way to get into the first floor is to go up the front steps and okay. make a left at the top. And, and right at that first entrance. And the second entrance... Is really designed for the next floor up. For the next floor up. But you can get into the, uh, the other... So whoever's sleeping in the second bedroom, that's a good way to sneak out. Or in. Not that I'm making any suggestions. <laughs> There's another completely different set of stairs here that goes up to the third floor. And inside of the. And can I, if I'm in, on the first floor, can I get to that third floor? Yeah. Yes, you can. If you if you go through this door that we were just talking about, you can go up into the next apartment and walk again to the third floor. And it's all interior. It's all interior. It's all interior. Nothing your concern is, right? That it's all interior. You know. It's all for brothers and doors. So, Tony, you can submit a revised plan which will remove those the dash lines and dash lines. Yes, yes, I will. And, and before Steve, before Steve asks, uh, put your air conditioner somewhere that's not in the center. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely room in the back here. Yeah, the, just put on the plan, make him happy. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> Anyone else on the board? The question. I, do need to take I guess it. just one I question. Andrew, can you go back to the last one? The floor plans? Yeah. If that bedroom door is locked and you're talking about, the units are fully separated at that point, right? <clears throat> yes, well, yes. If you lock that door, somebody would not be able to get in. But if it's a family member, hopefully. And through the maze of the stairs, they're fully separated from each other. They're, they're not connected any other way. The first and second floor? 
these, what, the first lipid floor to anything above it. My reading is if you walk down there. Other than that, yeah, no, other than going through this door, there's, there's no other. They're completely separated at that point once that door is locked or closed. Yes. There's no other way. There is no other. Un unimpeded way through the building to get from one to the other. Correct. Anyone else? I had one question on the ground level uh, parking. There, there's no uh, support posts or anything that would impede the ability to park the vehicles? Yeah, there's a pile of stairs here with the beams going across. Okay. There's no one else on the board. Are we open to the public? Is there anyone in the public that has a question about? His testimony. Sir, please state your name for the record. John Tager, 25 Center Street. Spell I'm your last name. John Tager, T-A-G-U-E-R, 25 Center Street. And I am the neighbor to the immediate east of the property in question 27. All right. You don't need to be sworn in. Because, not yet. Because right now this is only questions of Mr. Condoras. Later, when we open it to the public for your comments, then, then you'll be sworn in and you'll testify about whatever you want to tell us. But right now, questions all. questions I will have, obviously, will most likely need to be answered by the architect. Okay. So thank you. Okay. Wait, okay. This is the architect. Wait a minute, this is the architect. This is the architect. I'm sorry? This is the architect. I'm certainly aware of that. Okay. Do you have questions for him specifically, or, or do you want to testify later? Testify, I will add. I will make my statements. Those statements will probably result in either the board or me questioning the architect. So Watch if you want me to go in reverse order, I can do that. I can ask the architect directly. That's exactly what that's we're saying. Yeah, that's what it, that, that's now's that's the time that's to ask him those questions. Well, he just said had his testimony. We like to give the public a chance to question anything okay. they didn't understand or they do understand. Of the testimony. So first I'd like to thank Lance very much for making a personal visit to the property. I don't know if any of the board members had an opportunity to do that, but thank you very much, Chairman. I did. Um, I would also like to give these, and I'll give a copy to the architect so he knows what we're referring to. I've taken many pictures, but I don't want to belabor the board with time. Uh, so Candace, if you could take these and distribute them among the, the, the seven, actually now there's six. Uh, there are six sets, figure one, figure two. Provide one to uh, Mr. Brodsky so he can see it. That's just a I guess there's... Yes, this is going to go to my friend, the architect. And just, just for purposes of the record, I'm going to mark uh, the one photo that has an indicator of figure number one. I'm going to mark that as 01. And the uh, photo uh, of, that shows the roof and the deck that has a notation figure number 2, I'm going to mark as 02 for the record. Am I allowed to quickly bring something up that I probably shouldn't say because I didn't sure. say it before? Sure. Just want to make clear to, to the board that uh, right now the house is kind of stepped in. The, the, the first floor is the width of the entire foundation. The second floor is actually in about five feet. 
We are proposing to square it off. I just want to make sure everybody knew that. I don't know if it's clear on the plans. So, in other words, adding some volume. That's correct. Because right now it steps in here. And I didn't put it up before. I just want to make sure it's a few minutes. But that, that part complies with the setbacks. Side setback. Okay. Yeah. May I address you as Anthony? That's fine. You may address me as John. Okay. Thank you. So, I am here to express an opposition to the current plans as they appear. Uh, it's posted on the Seabright website, which uh, Secretary Mitchell, I assume. We're, we're asking questions right now? No, I want to make sure I'm addressing the right plans. Those plans that he's showing tonight are the most recently posted on the Seabright website. October That's 7, I believe? Yes. Thank yes. you very much for posting them. Very helpful. Okay, so there were three major issues I want to address with Anthony. The first one is have you fully complied, and I'll give you the detail, but have you fully complied with the Seabright building and zoning codes? No, we're asking for variances. Okay. There are some things that I don't think are clear. I know some that have been addressed, but there are some things that weren't addressed. So I'm going to get into those in a minute. The other thing is, have you addressed the International Residential Code, otherwise known as the IRC New Jersey Edition? Have you looked at that? Do you understand it? Have you addressed it? I do understand it, um, but most of that stuff we do address when we're actually doing the construction plans, rather than zoning approval. Okay. But we always have it. But, but you feel at this moment you have fully addressed the IRC residential position <coughs> that you fully at this point at, at this point yes you understand okay yes. okay and the third part have you given any consideration to neighbors in terms of things like shadow ability to see out of your windows that type of thing have you given any consideration to those factors in this plan um, I did thought about how it would impact the neighbors to the east and the west. I did not specifically uh, look into that, but I, I, I am aware of the fact that the house is very compliant. On, it's more than compliant on the building itself, not the stairs. On the east side, it's almost six feet away from the property line. So I didn't see it as an issue there. Okay. So the reason for the pictures is it was mentioned that the house, if I'm not incorrect, I'm not quoting you wrong, the house is over 100 years old. Is that the statement that was made? Uh, at this I think I heard that statement possibly. Is this gentleman your attorney? Yes. I believe the attorney made that statement that the house is over 100 years old. I, I, I don't recall hearing right. I saw a construction in 1922. I'm not going to debate the actual year, whether it's 80, 90, 100 years, but it was built quite a long time ago. Would that okay. be sufficient to say? Sure. Okay. What I think you neglected to say was the house was recently renovated significantly renovated when Mr. Higgins bought the house, which was after Sandy. Okay. So the house went through tremendous renovations. Well, let's keep it to questions. You're weaving into testimony now. That was the question. The question was, you mentioned that it was 100 years old, but you did not mention that the house went through significant renovation. The question is, are you aware that the house went through significant and substantial not only elevation, but renovations. Yes, I'm aware of that. So we're not taking a house 100 years old and trying to upgrade it to a livable house. Would that be a, a good assumption? You're not taking a house that's 100 years old and making renovations to make it modern. It already, it already went through 
It, it definitely already went through renovation. That, that considerable renovation. It's in good shape. And part of the renovation was to add that staircase, the apartment staircase that's on the south side. There's no staircase on the that, south that side. That did not exist. There's no staircase. Hold on, hold on. Let's let Mr. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a simple process. You're going to ask a question. You're going to allow the witness the opportunity and the time to answer the question. If he, that's okay. If he knows the answer, he'll give you the answer. If if he doesn't know, he'll tell us he doesn't know the answer. But you have to give him the chance to actually answer. Were you aware that the staircase? On the right side of your, your rendering, the staircase on the east side of the house, yes. the portion facing the south was existing. You could, you could see it right there. I had, I had an older survey that didn't show any staircase, and I believe that was prior to the renovation. Our new survey shows the staircase just on the east side. So the east side, the portion that's facing south, was done during the renovation. You're aware that... that yeah, I knew, I knew the staircase was new because it's okay. not on the old survey. Yeah. Okay. So, now I'll ask the question. <coughs> Further question. So, the sidewalk setback required is to be three feet from the building line. Is that your understanding? That, that, that is correct, yes. The combined sidewalks are, and you mentioned it during tonight's presentation, 1.4 feet on the western side, rear. I believe you, you mentioned that tonight. Yes. Okay. 1.4 at the rear. All right. 1.9 at the front. Okay. Therefore, it leaves a minimum of 4.6 feet that you need to maintain on the eastern side. Okay? We got 1.4 on the left. That leaves you with, four, and again, this is feet, not inches. 4.6 feet is what's remaining on the eastern side. That's how much room you have to work between my prop the property line and the proposed construction right and we have 5.9 you agree with that I, i'm not sure if i quite understand what you're saying but i know we, we have 5.9 just on the east side alone okay however where did you measure that from that's from the survey that's from the no, corner no, no, that's from the corner of the building what point on the eastern side of the house uh according to the survey it's the front corner where did they measure from? The front corner of the building, not the steps, the actual building itself. So the corner of the foundation of the So building. you are aware that the deck is a permanent structure. These. There is a set of steps. So you have to let it in. There is a set of steps. Let me finish the question, please. No, no, I'm fine. Finish the question, then let him answer. And then you ask. There is a set of steps and the deck existing. Yes. There is also an awning over the top of there. The awning is a temporary structure. Do you see that as a temporary structure, the awning? The, the, the existing awning? The lovely green and white awning that's shown. Oh, well, that's going away. Do you see that as a temporary structure? The awning. Yeah, no, it's yes or no. I can get an answer. Can I just make a suggestion? Can, can we just, can we just, Mr. Taggart, just, just, one, just one second. Can we just swear him in and, and I think by limiting, him, yeah, by limiting him to questions, we're, it's just going to go on. And, and maybe right. if we swear him in, he can just tell us what his objection right, is and try to deal with it that way. Yeah. If you would like, I'll try to shorten but that, No, my recommendation yeah, is that we swear him in. It isn't about trying to yeah. shorten You asked me to answer, ask it in a question. I, I, I know that, John, and that's what I'm trying to get 
if we can swear you in, I think we can just As a courtesy, we allow the public to ask questions about testimony close to when the testimony took place. And that's the reason we do it that way, so that everybody gets their say and gets the answers. If you, and then at the end, we allow everybody to make a statement. So I, I think Mark's suggestion is good to swear you in because you have started to make testimony throughout your questions, in my opinion. And that's not a criticism of you because you don't no. do this every day. <laughs> so No, I'm, I'm just saying. Be, before we do that, I just want to uh, make sure that the applicant has no objection to going out of our usual order uh, and taking some te taking testimony first as opposed to finishing your no. direct case. We're going to get it either way. No objection. <laughs> All right. In that case, we're going to swear you in. If you could please raise your right hand. I mean, hand. not in a bad way. I just do you swear the testimony you are to give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? I do. Okay. And you've already stated your name and spelled your last for the records. And now the floor is yours to testify before the board uh, and uh, provide your factual testimony as well as any opinions you may have. And it might help if you just tell us, like, what is your concern okay. so that? So my concern is that the architect has a perhaps not shown as much detail as he should have, which may lead to other questions regarding whether he's covered all his variances. The second part is I don't believe he has covered the IRC, the International Residential Code of New Jersey, specifically regarding fire code and fire spread. That, that's for construction. We are planning and yes, zoning. We have nothing to do with construction. That is the building department. We have no jurisdiction over construction. That's done at the building department level. Okay. This has to do with the location, not the materials of construction. It has to do with location. All right. And the third part was rights of neighbors. Very simple thing. Shadow. And I, and I know, uh, Mr. David, there was a time when I had my house elevated, and you had expressed a very strong concern for shadow. And you actually made me lift my house up cut my house apart and move it forward. So I know shadow's important to you as it's important to me. And you might remember. Well, let's stick to the, the, the... Um, So anyway, what I'm saying is that the measurement that they have taken is from the building to the lot line. The stairs and the deck, it's a deck. It's permanent construction. Under the deck, is a concrete patio that extends out beyond the deck, okay? When you measure from the appropriate distance, they are not complying with the code, all right? Um, they are less than 3.2 feet away. So they're too close. It has to be 18 inches off the ground before it becomes part of the setback. Okay. If it's ground level, it's acceptable. The deck is, the deck is certainly above that. I already testified that the deck is encroaching into the setback. Okay. So um, I, we're, we're aware of that. So, so let's just get our measurements correct. So the combined side lots, 1.4 west, leaves 4.6 east. And the measurement from east is less than 3.2 feet. To, to, to the deck, the existing deck. To the deck. Yeah. To the deck. Is, right. Can and I if you take a look? If you take a look at those pictures, you can see if I open my kitchen window, I can almost hit that awning with my kitchen window. And part of your plan is to extend the deck all the way to the back of the house, number one. Number two, part of it is to put a permanent roof structure over the deck 
where the existing is a temporary structure. Yeah, that, that permanent roof. Okay. The so question, the question, if I have a fire, it has to be great. I jump out the window and land on, on, the, on the house next door. It is that close. I would encourage anybody who really wants to make a learned decision tonight to come visit me at my house, come inside, look out my window. Lance walked it, and I'm sure Lance, I'm sorry. I didn't come into your house. Jim and Cunningham, I said hello to you today. Jeremy Cunningham came to the property and he walked through the alleyway. And I know he did that. And very good to do that. But the perspective is even better if you come inside the house and you can see what those pictures are. Okay? So that measurement is way off. Alright. The International Code says the midpoint between two structures, that's it has to do, it says my um, Anyway, the, the, the midpoint between our two structures is not enough. It says if it is between zero to three feet, you are not allowed any windows on that side. Okay? I, I had to remove windows from my house because someone said they were too close to the property line. So I paid a guy to put windows in and paid the same guy to take them out. So it's are, you refer, are you referring to where your house is 0.7 feet from the property line? Okay. So my house. Just yes or no. I'm just asking. That. Uh, at the closest point, yes. It's 0.7 feet. Yes. Gotcha. And what about at the furthest point? Um, I don't know. You have to take a look at it. 1.4. Does that sound right? You have to take a look at it. I don't know what it is. Well, if, if that's what it is, and that's a good survey. I just wanted to make sure. Then we right. have to use that tonight. Yeah, no, I just want to make sure I was looking at the right so, thing. Can yeah. I just understand, is, is, the, is, is the new deck getting any closer to his house? No. It's staying exactly where it is now. Yes. Well, well, well let's be clear, because I, I, I have a hunch we're not talking about the same deck. Right. When, you say, when you say the deck, you're talking about, Mr. Contours, I believe, the rear deck. No. No, I'm talking about the stairs. I thought he was referring to the stairways. Oh, okay. I, I, did, I believe that's it what It is partially a deck, too. It's not just stairs. It's right. back there, too. That deck is currently... Encroaching on the southern Does that have a permanent roof structure over it? I didn't gather that from the plan. Uh, it, has an, it does have a three foot overhang that we put over, but that three foot overhang complies with the, with the setup. We have, and I wasn't sworn in. Sure. Can we have testimony um, If you could please raise your right hand, do you swear the testimony you already give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? And please state your name and spell your last for the record, just so it's clear. Lindy Dechero, D-E-C-H-I-A-R-O. Um, and just specifically, just to run, I'm, I'm sure you know this, but the, the roof that we put in, the permanent structure, was shortened to not even extend over the deck fully to comply with that. Right. If you look at if you look at the uh, side elevation, the front elevation, excuse me, right above the stairs here, you can see that, and I actually have a dimension on it. It, it, there's, there's an overhang that extends three feet off the side of the house there. The stairs and deck are about four feet, so we, we pulled it in to make it comply with the, with the side set, right? Which wouldn't be my preference, but I was keeping that in mind when we were doing this. Right. And just one quick thing so we don't keep talking about it. Uh, it when it comes to fire, I, I'm aware of the, the distance to the property line. Fire. Anywhere we have a window proposed where it's too close to the property line, we, we're going to have to do fire windows. We're aware of that. Let's fire windows. I mean, as, as Dave said before, we, we can't give variances to the fire code, the, the other code you're talking about. We can't give any variances <coughs> to that. So we could approve something with all those violations. Once the building code gets it, they're going to do what the building code does, and they have to comply with the building code. We have no power over that. 
So, so your worries about that, I'm just telling you, you, this is the wrong place to come to for that because we can't give variances to those things. Right, Dave? I, yeah, and ju just to answer your question, no windows are allowed if the, if the house is less than three feet, but they're allowed if they're fire rated windows. They can't be non-fire rated windows, then they can't have them at all. Further, not just the window, but the assembly. So if you put a fireproof window in a wooden house that's not assembly, it doesn't count. So but but, but again, that's not that's not going to be that's not up to this board. This whole house is going to have to be fire rated. It's right. three stories, and this is again back to the building department. It has nothing to do with us. So 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 again, I'm, I'm going back to if the deck isn't moving any closer to you. Okay. So 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 what's your objection? When you look out my window, right now there's some sunlight and there's a little bit of breathing room. If they are allowed to build that additional floor, and there are some variances to build that additional floor the way they want, they will be building, you see where that roof is? Yes, right here you're talking about. There, but below that. You see where that little deck is outside? Yes. That little deck is going to be a wall. And where that roof comes down next to it, that brown area, that's going to be a wall. And that's what I'm going to see when I look out my window. I'm going to see a wall. And then even closer. So, so, so let, me just, let me just stop. So you're worried about the sunlight's coming down out of here now. You're going to lose the sunlight? Is that what you're saying? You're going to lose sunlight from there. You're also going to lose the sunlight coming across the top. In the back of the house, there is a roof drawn somewhere in the plants over the rear deck. There's going to be a roof that goes beyond the house right now. It's going to go, um, Andy, if you'd like to show them that. Well, so yeah, we talk, I talked about it before. It's, it's the, the deck that they brought up that I didn't have the proper setback, but there, there's a roof that we're... But it's not a solid wall. You see through it. You see through it. That's, yes. Right. But that's so where you're standing, where you're standing that roof. That's more of an architectural feature that is a necessity, isn't it? Yeah, well, actually... A higher roof. And it had a lot to do with the solar panels, too, believe it or not. Yes, but then, yeah, you could possibly not extend that roof on the top it's, floor. It's not necessary architecturally, and have the and have the, uh, the deck just have the decks open. You could. Okay. Would you consider Would you consider doing that to to relieve his concerns about loss of sunlight? May I just real quick um, give the reasoning for for the roof on the back deck, which I would also point out is all the way on the west side of the back of the house. Um, but the reason that the roof was put over the deck is because after a conversation with John, he was worried about the shadow. Um, the original plan had the front of the house going all the way up, 39 feet from front to back. And so keeping that in mind, I thought he was more concerned about the front of the house and his, the view from his second deck. So I actually reduced the, the height of that, the first section of the house. So instead of having like a cathedral ceiling, put in the um, roof deck instead. So it's actually, I don't think, significantly higher than it currently is, right? Other than the, yeah, it's a couple feet house, because we, we raised it up. Because I was trying to keep that in mind in terms of, you know, the, the light and the shadow, at least with respect to the front part of it. But he's not on, John's not on the thing. He's on this side. He's talking about this side. Right, well, so then the reason that I did the front part um, or the, the reason for the deck on, on, or the roof on the deck in the back is because I have solar panels and with putting, with lowering the height in the front, putting the roof deck in, instead of taking the roof the whole way up, I had to create some more roof space. So that was 
the reason for that is otherwise I'll have to abandon some of my solar panels um, because I can't put them on the front of the house now since that's now lower, if that makes sense. And that deck sits more to the west it does. side of the <coughs> Correct. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you can see it. John, are you on the east side of the house or the west side? I'm on the east side. side. You're on the east side. So when the sun is setting, it will be obstructed by that roof. Right, the roof over the deck is towards the uh, west side of the house. That's right. It's not the entire. Does I am, I am on the, the complete house. You're somewhere. on the east side. So when the sun sets, that roof will be obstructed. Well, the, when the sun sets, it's low, so it right. should go right through it. <coughs> Actually, when the sun is at that point, if you took the time to go down there, it goes down below the houses across means. So prior to that, the sun will hit that. But in any case, there'll be a tremendous shadow. Very important point, we talked about the roof deck. The front setback code requires five feet. They are at, I'm not mistaken, 3.8 feet, is that right? Yes, and that's existing. Okay. They're also proposing, from what it appears, to build a two-foot overhang or something in that area all around the perimeter of the house, at least on the front and the sides. So let's see if that's on the plan. Okay. That, I think, Tony, that was because so of the area. There is a right? So you're, we're trying to solve for the fact that you have to go up to, to level the floors. I think there, you have to put something there. Well, we were trying to, yeah, otherwise it became a very vertical. And this, this overhang is not as big as the, the one on the side. The front overhang comes in. The house has survived a very long time without a roof added in the front. But needless to say, um, that brings it down to, let's see, we are at five feet code, they're three foot eight, they're proposing a two foot overhang. They have one foot eight inches where they need to have five. So at a minimum, if they're allowed to do a roof deck, I would like the roof deck to start. There's no reason because the lower construction is there that the upper construction has to be in violation. But why does the roof deck bother you? It's on the other side of the house. Or am I just why does confused? Well, so there's a roof deck in the front, but that does not have an overhang on it. The overhang is the next floor down, which was an aesthetic thing uh, to soften the front of the house a little bit. Right. Uh, I don't believe the ordinance takes the setbacks to the overhangs, it takes it to the building. The vertical wall. Yeah. Right. So when those houses were built on Center Street, they all had porches in the front. Right. Neighbor to my left has a porch. Neighbors all the way up the street have porches. You look down the street, you can see through the porches. You go to the house next door to 27, it's set way back. The house beyond that, the condos are set way back. You should be able to look all the way down the street. Someone, many years ago, enclosed the porch. So even on my porch, when I look to the right, I'm looking at a wall. Now they're proposing to build the wall closer to me and build the wall up higher with a roof deck sitting over the top of me. So anything up, anything out is blocking. That means as simple as that. If it was an open-air porch, it'd be wonderful. I'm not expecting them to do that. But what I'd like to see done, if they're building up higher, especially roof deck, that it starts where it should start. And it should start at five feet minimum from the line. It should be set back five feet, not 1.8 feet. It's not set back. It's, the roof deck is not set back 
The roof deck, no, the roof deck is right up to the edge. I'm asking for it to be set back to comply with the zoning. Okay, but, but to be clear, it's not 1.8 feet. It, it's 3. Point. So yeah, we're yeah. short by. Uh, it's we need 1. Point, that has to, to, to do what you're saying. We, we need to set it back 1.1 feet. But you still, you still need a roof over the part. What I'm getting at, if you put that roof in the front, you're at 1.8. Okay? And that's what you will be, I think that's what you will be getting as a variance if you are allowed to put the roof. That will work. No. So you're no. not going to put that on the Hold on one second. Let Mr. Condoris clarify this because you're mixing and matching the 1.8, which is to the overhang right, right where he's pointing. But you're talking about stepping back the upper roof deck, but that does not step out the extra two feet of that overhang. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the top roof deck is flush with the current front of the house. The thing. And, and again, if you could just clarify, what is the dis distance for the front setback to the front of the house? So, uh, three point one. Oh, excuse me. Three point eight. Right. Three point eight. Feet. Yeah. Three point eight feet. Three point which eight. Which exists today. Right. That's exists. So the only thing that's coming out any further than what's there now is this overhang that we put on the next level down. And that comes out how much? Uh, 18 inches. 18 inches. But that's not, that's not a setback encroachment. Well, the ordinance doesn't call it a setback to go to the overhangs. Okay. I don't, I don't see a need for that overhang. So I don't know why we're putting things on that because architecture looks pretty. Um, I'm looking to have the deck, if you're going to do a roof deck, to start in compliance with the code. I'm not looking to allow variance to start the roof deck further out into the street. There's no reason that new the roof deck is not coming out further to the street. It's coming out further than the code. The code requires five. That deck is not five. Okay, but you would still need a roof. Whatever, if you set that roof deck back, you'd still need a roof in the front of it to cover the living space below. So. The roof, the roof deck is actually a roof. So if I were to push it back, there'd be a hole in the roof, right? So you'd have to fill it in with some difference. Well, I believe they have more testimony, and I'm sure you'll have questions about that as well. So why don't we move on to uh, anyone else in the public that had a question about his testimony? So but, let's move along. I mean, let me just ask the question. I mean, Anthony, is there anything you can do to satisfy his concern about losing light? If I may, we spent a lot of time already on this plan after the last meeting. I spoke with John, and he said, um, I won't object to anything that's in compliance with code, um, which, again, I think the only thing that's really out of conformance on his side of the house is that back section of the house that has to come up, you know, maybe a foot over. Uh, we did spend a lot of time on this already, keeping in mind all of the things that, that he was, you know, Objecting to and keeping in mind that he said as long as it's in compliance, again on his side, that he wouldn't object. So, but he, but he is. He is so, 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 I, I mean, listen. I, I'm just what I'm saying. I'm somewhat sympathetic to the idea of these houses are very close together, mm -hmm. which we all know. I mean, that's just a uh, reality of Seabright on those side streets. And I am a little sympathetic to the fact that if he's losing the light. You know, selling your structure coming up, and if you need any variances for that, which it sounds like you do, if I'm understanding correctly, um, is there anything we can do to curtail that and, and, and give him a little more 
visual uh, similarity to what exists today. He's asking for them to step back the third story one foot four yeah, inches. Yeah, I'm not worried about the third story. One foot story. four inches is insignificant. I, I'm not worried about the third story. I think, I think if I understood, and if I misunderstand Dave, I apologize. But, and, and I very well could be misunderstanding what John's saying. But I, I, I was under the impression we're talking about the, the other side. On, no, go, yes, on the east side, those three porches things. The decks. Right. The decks. Yeah. That's my understanding of what he's complaining about, that he's looking out his window and he's currently seeing this, but you're going to now see... Well, this Am I is... If I'm misunderstanding, I'm misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah, so so tell me I'm misunderstanding. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> scared of that. I, I, I do believe I know what he's... What one of the things he was saying is that right now this is a roof because the house has stepped in. That's that last thing that I brought up. We are actually bringing that wall out flush. So now it's, now it's a straight wall. But isn't he on the other side? No. Oh, he's on this side? Yeah, he's on this side. Oh. And that rope that comes over the uh, stairs is what John is saying. I, I apologize. I thought, he was, I apologize. I thought he was speak, speaking about the three on that. That's what I thought he was complaining about. I misunderstood. That was a concern, too, I believe, of his. But yeah, the, right now, I think we're talking about this overhang, I think. That's all you're talking about? There's, there's, there's a roof that overhangs the stairs. And then there's a roof that covers his first occupied level. He wants to eliminate the roof that covers the occupied level and build a straight wall up and then build a permanent structure over the deck. So there's these two roofs. But it's not moving any closer. If I understand now, it's not actually coming any closer to you. Oh, yes, it is. That second floor is moving at the top level. This wall is coming this way. Okay. All right, but, but, but the edges. Already there. That's correct. Yes. Okay, right. so, right. so right. Wall the wall's just going to be right. and that wall is going straight up instead of set back. Right. right. Got it. The house is six yeah. feet off the property line. So right. So that side is still compliant with. Code. I wish we had like color drawings of what you're right. doing, but I know you don't have them. So. But that, that size mark is. Yeah. What is it? Almost six feet. Yeah, it's right? almost six feet, or three feet is required. And, so, and his house is 0.7 feet from the. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Go ahead. Anthony, you said it before. I just want to make sure we're absolutely clear. That east side stairway is yeah. not going to stick out any further than the one presently does? Correct. Yeah. Same dimension. Same dimension. I know you said it. I just wanted to confirm it. Most of it's there already. Except, except that stairwell is going to extend from the center of the house all the way to the back of the house and the roof will be on top of it. Right now, that, that, deck is not, that staircase does not come down on the north side. That's a new staircase. Yeah, from, from here from that's here down, that's new. But why does that bother you? I don't understand why it's bothering you that's not on your side of your house. No, it no, is. I'm completely... Don't worry, you take me. So, on the east side. Okay. And John's house is the next house. So that's the view of what I'm looking at if I'm looking from his house. This is Okay. Now, this is up to here. This is already here. I'm a, I apparently have a long day at work. <laughs> and then and that second floor currently sets back and you're making it straight and brings it closer. But it's still six feet away from the property line. I got it. But six feet away from the property line, six feet is required. No, three feet required. So we're more than feet required than six feet. Yeah. Okay. And most of the houses downtown are three feet. This is okay. six feet. Yeah. I apologize. No, that's not and the deck in the front on the top floor, that doesn't no, protrude out in any way. Other than some trim, it's, it's pretty much straight. When I say trim, I mean just three-quarter whatever it is. So moving along, you have additional testimony. I do. 
I do. I had Mr. Janu just to go through the variances and just kind of testimony. We'll do that real quick. Maybe this would be helpful, Mr. Yeah. This is an aerial photograph of the street. Please raise your right hand to be sworn. Do you swear the testimony you are to give here tonight shall be the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth? I do. And please state your name and spell your last for the record. It's Andrew Janu, J-A-N-I-W. And you are a planner that has testified before this board many times. Many, before. many times. And we welcome you back without objection from my board members. Okay. And Thank you. Andrew, if you would, you want to just for the record, let's get that exhibit mark, um, right, as a yeah, and just describe what that is. So this is an aerial photograph of a Google Earth image. The uh, subject property is outlined in yellow as it currently exists. And uh, this is really intended to kind of show you how it aligns with the uh, other properties along the street. And correctly to the west, you do have the condominiums and the neighbor set back. But as we approach and go eastward, you see the homes tend to move forward. And the average, I think, was about six and a half feet, uh, as was measured by the architect. You do see some come within two or three, three feet of the front. So it's a variety, but generally all the homes are oriented to the front. Uh, the uh, gentleman speaking in terms of checkers is this home here. You see it pretty much occupies the entire lot front to back. And I do have some photographs I'd like to share that, uh, as we go through the testimony, I think may be helpful. Um, should we mark these individually? Uh, yes. We're up to A3. Yep. The, aer the aerial was A2. <clears throat> this is a photograph uh, dated November 17th. Subject property would be the first house to the left, and then we're looking down eastward on center. Hey, Steve. Pass those now. Steve. Take, take one, pass them now. They're all the same. I thought there were a lot of different <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to go through <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you get very into my work. Uh, the second one, just to give you a little orientation in terms of how the backyards are run, because there was some discussion in terms of light air and open space. Uh, this is a photograph taken from the uh, backyard of 27 Center, looking towards uh, <coughs> John. And I'm sorry, I don't remember the last name. Towards his home, uh, the foreground is his yard extends virtually to the back of the property. Pass the rest down on the lens. <laughs> that would be the okay. So this is so just to clarify, this is this is John's house that yes. we're looking at. Okay. That's correct. Next one. Next one is the rear elevation of our house with the two decks. And you can see the little up to the west side of John's. That's the west side of John's. And this, that's the part of his house that encroaches 1.7 feet uh, within his property line. 
that is this porch 1.7? Correct. That blocks a lot of sun. Right. This is this is our rear elevation. You can see to the left side of that there's the overhang over the door that currently exists. and 25. See the stair, the stair will remain as it's depicted here. Correct. And the homes are close together. Some of the sun, doesn't it? on this house, the additional floors will block the sun from the, the setting sun in the evening, but the house, adjoining your house, will block the rising sun from the east. So the only time you leave your house to block the other house is when the sun is straight overhead. Yeah, and quite frankly, I would argue the only reason there is a view to the west is because he encroaches into the rear yard. Right, yeah. There is a view or is not a view? Uh, the, essentially, the house is next to a rear yard setback. So this board doesn't deal with a lot of view stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. We try not to. Not entitled to a view. Yeah, no, no. I, and I, I wholeheartedly agree. But that, that that's actually what exactly. we Yeah, absolutely. I, I, so was, I don't think he ever said anything that I recall, John, about a view. He suggested shade or a couple other things. but. Not a Can I ask a question about this photograph? Yes. Is the footprint or the size of the rear decks going to be consistent with what's shown on this? Yes. Yes. So there's just one added to the top, but the actual sizes and location do not vary. Correct. Just the roof. Because that was part of the conversation before on how much that would affect the neighbor's house. Correct. It it's not going to encroach any further. It is on the opposite side. It's on the west side versus the east. Correct. No, it's right. not going to be another deck on top of that, is it? It's, no, just no, it's, it's just going to be a roof. It's, it's only two decks. Right, right. And that deck is set back, I believe, 11 feet from the property line. That's what we figured out, yeah. yes. So yeah. Having set the table. How we can talk about the there. Correct. Can you see through running? Uh, so we are seeking today then the fifth variance to this. So the first is the front yard setback where five feet is required, 3.8 feet exists and will remain. That's an existing condition. Uh, the, the third floor that will be added is actually going to be set back. I believe the deck over the second floor is set back about 20 feet. So that third floor starts about 20 feet uh, behind the existing facade of the, of the home. Uh, we are seeking side uh, setback relief, three feet required. 1.4 uh, exists and proposed to remain, and that is, uh, again, to the stairs. Uh, a height, two and a half stories, uh, we're proposing three stories, and as Anthony testified, while 
we meet the area or square footage requirement of a half story, we don't meet the wall height. Um, but part of that's the configuration of that third floor. We thought that it would be better to set it back and not to have it go forward. So the areas there it could have been configured where it's a long, narrower uh, third floor or potentially qualify as a half story, but we thought keeping that open area to the front and diminishing kind of the impact of that uh, along the street line was important. So we are seeking that third story. Uh, and finally, the overall height, 38 feet, is permitted the home because it's being raised with that additional floor depth that Anthony spoke about will be 39.2, so a 1.2 foot deviation. Uh, over the permitted height. And those are all C variances. Um, the lot is oversized for the district. Uh, you mentioned, Andy, that rear deck issue. Oh, and, I'm yeah. sorry, and then the setback to the rear deck, uh, 15 is required, 11 is proposed. Uh, the lot is oversized for, for the area, uh, 1,800 square feet is permitted. Uh, this lot is 2,252 square feet. Uh, it does have a ground level garage that can accommodate four houses. Um, and then finally, uh, we are seeking to add that top story in order to uh, not only create livability, but also to uh, rectify um, some of the, call it the structural issues in terms of how it was renovated. It was renovated. Um, it was very uneven in terms of how the floor was set to accommodate plumbing. We have settlement to the porch to the front. Um, so it is a, an issue in terms of just why we need that additional height uh, variance. Um, what we're proposing here uh, is the renovation of this mother and daughter. Uh, it's going to meet all the building code. It has to meet the building code standards as it goes in for the uh, permits, and that was a point of discussion. So in terms of we're really just limited to zoning today. Um, one of the things we have to comply with when we're looking at your uh, variance relief is the master plan. Your master plan talks about keeping the character of the neighborhood intact, the continuity of the character of the neighborhood intact. And when you look at the area uh, and you see what the character of the neighborhood is, uh, it, is an older, it is an older neighborhood. Many of the homes are of that 80 to 100 year old genre. They're all set forward. They do have porches. Some of the porches have been enclosed along the, along the way, uh, as you can see from the photograph that I circulated, I believe that was A3. Um, but I think what we're doing is keeping in character, keeping in context with the neighborhood, um, and certainly making it a very attractive addition. Uh, Anthony's work is known throughout the community, and he's, he's a very good architect in terms of design. Um, we also, uh, I think, meet the purpose of your master plan of encouraging coordination of various public and private procedures towards shaping land development with a view of less than the cost of such development. Here we're renovating an existing building. We're not building new. We're not proposing anything new. We're not demolishing anything other than trying to work within an existing footprint going up um, and improving the building. Uh, with respect to the municipal land use law, we have to reconcile uh, the variances with the purposes of the municipal land use law, and that's because variances aren't just for the uh, individual homeowner. There has to be a public purpose behind those. And I do believe that we uh, qualify under two of those. The first is to promote the establishment of appropriate population densities and concentrations that contribute to the well-being of persons, neighborhoods, communities, regions, and the preservation of the environment. There was some discussion as to whether this was a two-family or a mother and daughter. Uh, it, it is a mother and daughter. It will continue to be a mother and daughter. That's uh, what the ordinance permits, and it will be maintained that way. Um, so we are seeking to maintain the balance uh, in terms of the neighborhood and the community with respect to that. 
And the second point, I believe we work with, uh, mimics your master plan of encouraging the coordination of various public and private procedures with the view of lessening the cost of such development. Again, we're renovating an existing structure. We're going straight up within the footprint. We're not doing any new foundation work. And we're not expanding the footprint of this. Um, but we are adding essentially to the lifespan of this home through a, through a, a reasonable um, renovation that will solve many of the internal issues uh, of uneven floors and awkward plumbing and the like. So when we look at the uh, standards for bulk relief, uh, these are C variances. There are two types of C variances. There's the C1 or the hardship variance, which means that the variance is a result of, of an existing conditions. Uh, in this case, I believe that we qualify for the C1 for the front yard setback. We have the front yard setback established. Essentially, we're going straight up to there. And we are softening that by stepping back the third floor uh, addition with, with the deck being set back 20 feet. Uh, on the side yard setback, again, that's established. That stair exists. We are trying to create a route to the rear yard without having to come front and walk all the way around. So it will be an extension, but that side yard setback uh, exists today and will be locked in essentially. Uh, we're not encroaching on it in any way, shape, or form. Uh, with respect to the rear yard, that deck exists today. That will continue to exist. Um, there will be a roof over that. Uh, however, we're not creating any further encroachment. That is a result of an existing structure on the property. Uh, with respect to the height, um, with respect to the stories, uh, I, I said we looked at a couple of different ways. I believe the story, I'll talk about that separately as a C2 standard. Uh, but the height in terms of feet, what's really pushing that extra foot, foot and two inches or so, is the addition of the extra floor trusses that we need to, to make that floor level and to, to work through the plumbing and the uneven floor issues. Had we been able to work with the existing uh, kind of floor plates, that would not have been an issue. So the alternative to that would have been a very expensive demolition and, and re, re, refitting as opposed to just framing over. So that does push the height up. Um, had some discussions with Anthony about that, but I believe we can qualify that under both C1 and C2. Uh, then moving height in terms of the C2 variance, the uh, C2 is what's known as the balance test or that the uh, benefits outweigh any detriment uh, to that. Uh, with respect to the height. So we have to show, uh, in terms of the positive criteria, that the application is specific to a piece of property and conditions on that property. It is that purposes of the municipal land use law are advanced, and I read two into the record, and that the benefits of the deviation outweigh any detriment. So the benefits to this uh, application in terms of height are that while we are entitled to go to 38 feet, we're seeking 39.2, we are seeking that third story, whereas two and a half would be permitted. Essentially, we are within an envelope that would be permitted had it been configured differently, meaning had we had that third story, we meet the square foot, come down at a greater slope with two foot walls that limited use of that interior space, um, but it would technically qualify. Essentially, it's a form over function argument here. Essentially, the addition is pushed back to the back of the property where it's least intrusive from the street. Um, there are full height walls there. However, that, only, that doesn't add to the footage, essentially. That was all an issue of the floor plates. So I think when we looked at balancing how this addition, how that top floor addition was being added to it, uh, we kind of erred towards pushing it back, creating more open area to the front, not making it intrusive to the street, knowing that technically it becomes a third story, but practically it meets the square footage allotment that your ordinance anticipates for a half story. 
So when we, I, I believe it was a good balance and that the benefits of that are more open space to the front of the house and, and just keeping that more open area. Uh, with respect to the negative criteria, we have to show that the variance can be granted without substantial detriment to the public good, and, and the test is substantial detriment. Um, we're, we're over in terms of height by 1.2 feet. Uh, it's a C variance. Uh, it's not going to be distinguishable by the eye from the street. Quite frankly, with that being set back, very few people are even going to notice that there's an issue in terms of a one-foot height differential over what's permitted. Um, with that extra story, again, that's tucked away in the back. It's not a full story in terms of massing. It's only a half story pushed to the back. It's non-intrusive. Um, and when you look at the other homes uh, along the way, you see how they occupy the, uh, the lots and the size of the homes uh, in the area. I think we're, we're essentially in keeping uh, with content on our lot. We're going straight up. We're not going out, whereas you see some homes have gone out, have gone uh, over, and uh, occupy a significant larger portion of the site. We do meet all our coverage issues in terms of building coverage and lot coverage, so we're not something that's too massive for the lot. We're in proper scale for the lot. Finally, we have to show that we are not a substantial detriment to your zone plan or your uh, ordinances. In this case, it's a mother-daughter use. It's not going to be a multifamily use. Um, we're in keeping with uh, the existing structure that's been there historically. I think uh, the footprint of that structure was mentioned that was established over 100 years ago. Uh, we're going straight up. We're not going out. We're not creating any new intrusions. Um, and we are trying to be cognizant of the impact on the neighbors. As uh, Lindsay testified, she did meet with the neighbors. She talked about it. She was comfortable that she satisfied the concerns. Uh, we learned tonight weren't, but I do believe that it's not something that's a substantial detriment to the neighbor or to the neighborhood or to the community or to your zone plan. When you look at the nuisances that you typically look at in terms of substantial detriment, uh, what's being proposed today isn't going to create any uh, issues with respect to runoff. It's not creating additional traffic. It's not creating additional noise. It's not creating additional trash. It'll continue to operate the way it was, albeit within a new uh, envelope of a building. So when we look at this, I think we do qualify as, uh, for C-variance relief for all five variances that we're requesting. I think it's a good application. I think it's a thoughtful application. Questions for Mr. Jen? More members, no questions? I have a question. Yes. Uh, to you. Can I, <coughs> so there's only one. Thank you. You can do whatever you want. You're a board member. There's only one laundry existing. There's two stackable laundries. Um, so one on the main floor and then one on the next floor up across the kitchen. Um, yeah. Perhaps if Mr. Condors could pull up the floor plan. There's there's one on the upper level and then one on the first the floor. Yeah, there are, there are two laundries. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions from the board? Uh, we'll open to the public uh, for questions about his testimony, and then we'll reopen to the public for statements and uh, anything else that comes our way. Yes, sir. Question for the gentleman from Beacon. Um, 
say something about the stairs are unchanged in your testimony? I said the setback of the stairs is unchanged. The stairs will be extended to the rear of the property at the same setback that the stairs to the front of the property currently exist. Anyone else? If not, you're off the hook. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good to be uh, <laughs> Any discussion from the board before we open to the public? If not, anyone in the public have a statement <coughs> or a question about any of the testimony? Welcome back, John. Hey, how are you doing? Um, we have codes on board. John, can you just come up? We want to make sure on the mic. We have codes on board, zoning codes, and regulates for a reason. They're not there so that people can come and ask for variances. Variances are sometimes requested for hardships. Okay? Doing things like installing a secondary set of stairs to go into the backyard to save you from walking around the front, walking an extra. 40 feet to the backyard. Get it? And, and I, I understand what the gentleman from B said. They're not asking for more of an exception, but the exception was given on the basis of the stairs going from the, from the property, it was the only external access. Now, for convenience, a secondary set of stairs is being added. Mm -hmm. No, 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 hold on. This is his time. Okay, secondary set of stairs being added. Okay, next thing, many people have put stairs inside their garages to gain access to the above floor. That's always a, a, a good option. Or if they want to really come downstairs, they can come down through the garage and go out the back door. There's a back door on there. The second set of stairs, again, they got a variance for the front set of stairs, and I'm hearing that we have a variance for, for the whole thing. They, they don't have a variance for the whole thing. They got a variance specifically for that landing and that set of steps. They didn't get a variance for a roof because they put a temporary structure up, and that's okay. The permanent structure they don't have variance for. So I'd like you to consider that. The next thing is I did offer, and it was a sincere offer, to host anyone that would like to come and get a view from inside the house. I was very happy that Lance again was it my property or on uh, the neighbor's property. But to understand what we're talking about here, talking about looking out a window and seeing a wall that didn't exist before, straight up. Cranking out your awning window and coming within a few inches or a foot of hitting this roof. That's how close we are. You need to witness it. Mr. Cunningham, got a Chairman Cunningham, had a good view from the outside. I invite you to come on the inside, perhaps before, before you render the opinion. I don't think so. And, and if you say, hey, look, I'd like to live in this house with this wall in front of me, that's fine. Um, so the stairs, the other thing is the roof deck. While the presentation said that the roof deck needs to go all the way out to the street, there's no reason why the railing couldn't be set back. So that the roof deck where people occupy is within the variance. Um, I don't understand why there has to be a architectural roof in front of the house. 
You know, everything, when I'm sitting on my desk, everything that projects out, whether it's a roof or it's a deck, again, is an obstruction. And I understand I'm not guaranteed a view, but I am guaranteed a view if it doesn't violate, uh, if it doesn't violate the zoning. If it does violate the zoning. The roof's a permanent structure, it's now coming out, whatever it's 18 inches or two feet, whatever it is, beyond what's required. So my points really are, this roof deck is, is going out too far. The set of stairs is a pure convenience, unless there's another reason for the set of stairs going into the backyard. Um, and, I, and I really would encourage somebody if they'd like to come visit me, take it through the house, you can look out the windows and you can see firsthand what we're talking about. Building houses closer to each other, I don't think we should be doing that. From the perspective of we need to have a little fresh air, we need to have a little space between neighbors. I don't live in a townhouse. If I wanted to buy a townhouse, I would build a townhouse. I didn't buy a townhouse. Okay? There was a statement made about the neighborhood and about how this house is similar in nature to the neighborhood. This house is wider than virtually all the houses. Any house that is built wrong ways into the property, this house is wider. This house has a, which is nice, this house has a they call it a four-car garage, you can probably park six cars in there. That house occupies most of the property. Almost every house on the street is biased to the west. When I say biased towards the west, I mean they start their wall on the west property line and they leave room on the right side for things like vehicles to be parked in there. Most of the houses have a driveway alongside. That house, whoever decided to do it, they decided to make the house wider no need for a driveway, and then there are any staircases and roofs and things of that nature. So it is not really reflective of what's in it. It's wider and it doesn't have space on the side. Most houses have space on the side for cars to pull in and out. So I, I don't agree with the fact that it is representative. And as I mentioned earlier, most of the homes, when you look down the street, at least when I look down the street, I can see through their porches down the street. When I look to my west, I see a wall, and I'm going to see a bigger wall. So again, the offer's open for, for a visit. If you want to postpone decision tonight until you actually see it, I'm all for it. If not, it's your judgment. Thank you very much for your time and hearing me out. I do appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Anyone else in the public have a statement? If not, if not, the public portion is now closed. I'm sorry, Mr. Chair. Okay. Public was closed. Any before they go to deliberations, you want to do a closing statement, or if there's any last-minute rebuttal, Mr. Chair, just just real real briefly, you know, you the board has heard detailed testimony both from the architect and and the planner. Um, certainly, uh, the proposed addition and renovation is, 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 is a thoughtful exercise. Uh, the variances that are being sought are um, more than supported by applicable law um, as, C, as C variances. You heard uh, testimony uh, with regard to the proposed home being in keeping uh, with the neighborhood. And so, uh, and here's the proposed home. I think this is the gentleman who's speaking, his home here. Um, and we can argue about who's 
home is more in keeping with the neighborhood and whose is not. Um, no, we're not. But we're not going to do that. But my only point is that um, this is not, we, we comply with building coverage, we comply with lot coverage, we're not getting any closer to property lines uh, than uh, the structure that exists today. We're nowhere near as close, frankly, as, as the neighbor's uh, property. And so we think it's a good plan, a thoughtful plan, and you know, the board hopefully will take into consideration all of the uh, expert testimony and planning that has gone into the application. Thank you. I think the public portion is closed. Ladies and gentlemen of the board, discussion? <coughs> I wanted to ask Anthony a question. Good? Yeah. You had, uh, to, I understand that the, um, while the front of the house is not performing, the front setback hasn't changed at all. Not and, you, and you testified that the 18-inch decorative roof coming off the front of the house doesn't count in the variance because it's the 18-inch roof, the front wall of the house is the 3.9, so Correct. we don't need a variance for that 18-inch roof. <coughs> yes. Is there, is there something that you could do, decorative, that would allow you to not have that 18-inch roof protruding out? Uh, Yes, we could do some kind of trim or something. Uh, I mean, I, I always hesitate to offer stuff like that without speaking to the owner. But no, that's what I'm saying. You can you can discuss yeah. it. I I take the the um, neighbors' concerns seriously into my decisions on the board. Sure. And John has quite a few. The one that um, it seems the easiest to uh, get agreement with John with is to remove that front roof. Yeah, just do, do a trim board or something. Anthony would know what to do with it. He's, Anthony's testimony was that he has that there to break up the front of the house. Yeah. I said, I did insets in my house inside, and I have columns up there uh, to, for the same thing so you don't get a cereal box look going straight up. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. If there's something that you could, and I know Anthony's a talented architect, so maybe he could come up with something that would have the same decorative effect, but not protrude 18 inches out from the building. Steve's house is three foot. Yeah, it's something less than the 18 inches. I could go, I could make, well, I could make it more, if I go, if I go, if I make the overhang reduce too much, it's going to look weird. It's just going to be this. No, instead of an overhang. It's you know, I think just a decorative board. Steve was talking about just getting rid of the overhang together. Mm -hmm. Putting some, some kind of trim or something. Yeah, yeah, some type of decorative yeah. trim that would, I think I would break it up. I'd like to see you leave the roof up there. We need a break up on the front wall. We don't need straight walls, three yeah. feet story. Yeah. <coughs> Some people's houses. Are. The other thought was too is that we're doing the, the Julia balcony above it, and so that's going to come out a little bit, and so it sort of looked a little bit nicer aesthetically to be resting on the roof as it comes out, as opposed to having the Julia balcony just kind of coming. Do you know what I mean? Well, a Julia balcony would protrude more. No, well, so there is a Juliet balcony on the front that is, I don't know, maybe it will come out like four inches, but it just, if you went straight down below it, it would be, I don't know. So I think aesthetically we were trying to come up with something where the Juliet balcony came out and then the roof came down a little bit this way, as opposed to... Uh, I, just, I just saw that by making that front flush and not coming out 18 inches, it was a good 
you know, weigh the, uh, to take John's considerations. But take John's concerns. But Juliet blocked, and he would have to come out 12 inches anyway to start. Right. Yeah. So what are you gaining? Juliet. Nothing. You're gaining no. nothing, Steve. Give it no, up. but the Juliet blocked. That wasn't my idea. Anthony, if I can make a comment, then <coughs> I do agree with the view that a flat surface will be very unattractive. It may seem nice because it doesn't protrude at first, but when you build it, it will not be attractive flat. So whatever right. the decision is, I think some architectural characteristic that breaks it up is going to be important. The second thing is in the bottom right rendering, there was a discussion around how far out the railing went to the front of the house, bottom right rendering, right? So we're looking yeah, up at the roof, that front deck. Right here. Is there any issue with setting that back 18 inches? Uh, yes, because this not only is a roof deck, it's actually a roof. I think he's so just talking about just the, the rail. rail. Just the rail. Just the rail. Oh, um, there's, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's no reason. No, nothing architectural that prevents us from doing that. The only, the only reason I raise it is two, two points. Number one, John made a comment about could you move that back, I think, to some extent. The other thing is when you look at it from the street, it's not as obvious anymore. And the building does not look quite as high if the railing is set back a little bit. I, I don't think setting it back a foot is going to make it look bad. I, I think that's fine. Just the, talking about just the rail. And, and, and if, you, if you wanted to pick a number, the number is what it would take to get it back in compliance with the setback, which I think was about a foot and a half. So I think it's 1.2 or something like that? <coughs> that's why it just pushed I think that's accommodating a little bit of what John was concerned about, and it doesn't take much away from the whole. Yeah, it's okay. I think it's 1.2 okay. feet. 1.2 feet. Yeah. I mean, it's not as obvious when you look at it from the street. It doesn't look as tall anymore. I think John expressed a concern around that. And I think it'd be fine. I think it, it, it would just look like a cornice. It's, you know, I think it's okay. I mean, I, that's just my opinion. Put some gargoyles out there. <laughs> <laughs> And um, that seems agreeable to you? Yes, it does, Mr. Chair. I, if I may, just to maybe give a little more icing on the cake. Um, I don't think it'd be a problem to make this a one-foot overhang rather than an 18-inch overhang. I think mm -hmm. it would still look good, but it's what happens. Just, just putting it up. Flat. You have to tell us that. We don't have the choice. <laughs> All we can do is say yes or no. Okay. But I think the 18 inches is a better. Well, right. We can't redesign your plan. Keep the little overhang, but move the rail back a little bit. Move the rail. That's a reasonable comment. Agree. Agree. I mean, after Sandy and everybody had to raise their houses, we have to we have to get we have to learn how to accept that there is change going on. It isn't the same way when it was a fishing village back in the eighteen hundreds or whenever the heck this place started. I mean, this is the new society. People need square footage to live in. They need a comfortable house to live in. And John, with no disrespect, your house looks quite big to me. Uh, I, I I think that. I think this is something we're going to have to accept for the future. This is this is Seaway downtown. I think we're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> downtown.
This, these things are pretty big already. I'd like to make a motion to approve this application with the uh, moving back the railing on the third floor, whatever's necessary. Yep. Okay, as long as uh, we're done with our discussions, board members, everybody good? Dave just made a motion. Do we have a second? A second. Thank you, Peggy. Can we have a roll call, please? Councilman Bieber? Yes. Ms. Bills? Yes. Mr. Cashmore? Yes. Chairman Cunningham? Yes. Mr. Giulio? Yes. Vice Chairman Tassayo? Yes. Mr. Lawrence? Yes. Mr. Lexington? Yes. Mr. Zelina? Yes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman of the Board. Best of luck. Best of luck. John, thanks for coming in. Thank you.